Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. Today, you're in for a treat. It is me, myself, and I. We're going to be diving into some credit, and I know in the past we've covered previously, you know, Credit 101, how the six boxes work, how you can get a better understanding to first and foremost educate yourself on how the creditors are judging your credit and a couple little techniques so that you can actually improve it. But uh, today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how you can get instant results, some as quick within, you know, that day at 11 p.m. And with that, I'm going to be talking about exactly how to remove uh, hard inquiries. And uh, besides that, we're going to be just diving in a little bit deeper on how adding authorized users and how that can affect your overall credit score hugely. Uh, It's going to affect three out of the six boxes within 30 day cycles at the very uh, longest type of uh, frame. So uh, with that being said, really just want to dive in and give you a little bit of history and background of where we've been the last couple of weeks. And uh, we've been traveling a bunch. It's been a blessing. We've been doing a lot of credit hacking. We had the opportunity and privilege to go down to Cancun, Mexico. There was an awesome real estate event. And I can't stress it enough, but you know, constantly pour into yourself, invest in yourself, uh, push to the limits and go to those amazing events, those networking, those masterminds, the events that you're going to be around the same community of individuals that are looking to succeed just as bad as you are. And when there's a higher ticket price behind it, just know that there is like, there's power behind that. We got to network with amazing real estate investors nationwide, some worldwide, and we all got to meet up an amazing location like Cancun. So uh, we were learning over there, but there was 160 of us. So, so much power there, amazing connections. And what we put into the event, we literally received it back that week, but then also uh, four times the amount just so far uh, being one week back home. So, And we were privileged to be able to uh, speak a little bit on stage uh, regarding credit and giving a little bit more of a background and educating people. And what I've noticed is that this understanding of credit, the the typical mindset revolving around credit, it's just not taught in school and very few are teaching it out there. So it really limits people's understanding of what is possible with credit, but also how they're supposed to carry out their day-to-day with credit. And we're just here to debunk that and uh, really show you guys the possibility. So Uh, Like I said, we're going to be covering, in general, four different topics create and surround around credit. First and foremost, it's educating yourself on credit, then fix credit, then build credit, and then leverage credit. Now, first and foremost, we talked about Credit 101, getting a better understanding on how the creditors are judging your credit, and so you can pick up and get a better understanding of the six boxes, really what makes up those six boxes, and how you can improve those six boxes. Second, 
fixing your credit. Like if you're the type of person that raises your hand in the room and believes that you have the highest credit score and everything's perfect on your credit, those are the individuals that kind of worry me because nine times out of 10, when you're educated properly, even the person with the best credit can realize that they're doing a few things incorrect and that they could improve their credit tremendously. Third, is building credit. At the point when you are educated, you know how the creditors are judging you and you know how the credit works and then you fix your credit, now it's time to build and really set yourself up for success in the near future. So get the best credit cards, get the best security on on certain cards, best rewards, travel, and so forth. Get companion passes, stuff like that to really be able to set you up for success in the near future. You know, and you can get 10 to 12 credit cards in one day, uh, waive annual fees and so forth. And then the last is leverage credit. So with the whole leveraging credit, you can literally sell your trade lines. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. And you can get 0% interest on your credit cards and get it wired into your bank account. Use it as liquid cash to either purchase properties to complete every single remodel on 0% interest, just like we have, and protect yourself on credit cards as far as paying your contractors so they don't screw you over. You know, that has saved us tremendously, just like we have in the past. So I would recommend those things. And then you can also do private money lending and secure it by assets like real estate. You can funnel this type of money and put it into your businesses. As far as lending out money, you know, the 0% interest that I was talking about getting wired into your bank account for 18 months, 0% interest. I do short term, three to four month terms at a higher rate, 20, 25, and sometimes 50% interest. So, and it's secured with a actual physical asset. And it gives me 18 months to figure out, you know, if they don't pay me, then I can take this asset. They still owe me and I can uh, sell the property, wholesale it, fix it up, refi, whatever. I have so many different plans with it. There are just tremendous amount of ways that you can actually make money with credit after on that last stage of fully leveraging it. But first and foremost, we just got done traveling and we every for the last three years, we've been traveling for free. All the flights, all the hotels, all the car rentals, they're all getting wrapped up for free, paid through uh, with points. And uh, there's ways to create points as well with manufacturing spending, which uh, we've been doing as well, which we teach as well, and getting status matching. So status matching has really been able to set us up with tremendous success. In Cancun, we stayed at uh, an amazing resort, but then right down the street, we had we stayed a little bit longer than the event. You know, everybody left Saturday. We stayed till Monday night. So we had a couple extra days there and we got a Hilton room right down the street. And because of my status, diamond status, their highest status with that membership, they ended up giving us the presidential penthouse suite, the highest one. It had a amazing views over the ocean, two-story house. There's bathrooms everywhere, outside shower, inside shower, of course. Beautiful setup, an outdoor patio, pool outside. It was amazing. So really fun and awesome stuff. And it was all free. You know, we had to pay the tax for it, uh, which was 40 pesos, which is aka $2, two American dollars, which is breaking the bank. I know if you can't afford that, I get it. Uh, we can start over at square one. But if you can't afford it, just so you know, FYI, we're also after we pay the, the 40 pesos, the $2 on our card, 
uh, we're just paying it off with points as well. So there's a lot of power behind that. They treat you like royalty with the status matching. You know, simply when we got there, we got greeted with alcohol drinks. They took care of our bags. We got to explore around. They, you know, met us up at our room, showed us around. Every time we left the room and came back, they surprised us with a new gift, you know, some kind of, you know, chocolate strawberries and then a thank you note, stuff like that, which really goes a long way. Free breakfast, buffets, um, valet parking if needed. So a lot of cool stuff with the status matching. And I just want to explain, you know, how powerful that stuff is. It is valued at a $1,500 information and we sell it currently for $497. If you guys are interested in this and you should be overall, if you're doing any type of traveling, car rentals or so forth, you know, flights, I would love to take care of you. And for the first five people that reach out to me, just text my number 609-231-9018 for the first five people that reach out to me. I'm going to give you the course absolutely free. So no strings attached to that. I just want to see the results with you guys, see how much it changes your travel experience, how much you love it. And then I would request a a testimony from you uh, just to get some feedback and really promote this out to more people because so many people are missing out on this stuff. I stand by it, guaranteed 100% money back if you're not happy. But uh, I'm above and beyond confident, you know, for the first five people, it's going to be free for you. So reach out to me. Like I said, 609-231-9018 and uh, just text me status match course and I'll take care of you. Besides that, if if you don't make for the first five, I, I'll take care of you one way or the other and, uh, and make it right. But there's a lot of power behind that. If you can imagine, the status matching is unbelievable. Besides that, let's talk really quickly about personal credit before we dive into business credit because I do want to cover some business credit today. But first and foremost, personal credit easy way to be able to fix your personal credit right now because some of you might have watched the episode that I did on credit 101 to get a better understanding to educate yourself and then now it's coming time to like okay let's fix it you know now I got a better understanding of it but what can I do to actually fix this so within 30 days these techniques will work and just to be very blunt and to the point this is going to help out every single person that actually takes action on this. And I charge top dollar for this stuff. I charge thousands of dollars for this information. So I really do hope that if you find value in this, first off, take action on it. Second, share this out to as many people as possible. Have them subscribe to Ready, Set, Go Real Estate Investing Podcast and uh, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments on Instagram and then Facebook.com, Brandon Elliott, REI. but really get this information out there because not enough people are talking about it and they're missing out. You're either going to get denied from a loan or from a credit card that you're looking to get to help you out in the future, or if you get approved, you could potentially screw yourself over very quickly or get you know not favorable terms and conditions and pay higher interest rates than you really need to. So let's just dive into it. Number one, is there, and there's three steps right here to fixing your personal credit. So number one is trade lines. As we talked about previously, there's six boxes that make up your, your credit score. And uh, three of them um, are going to get taken care of instantly just by adding trade lines. So what trade lines are is simply a credit card account 
that has been opened for a long period of time. However, whatever the status is with it, ideally you're looking for a card that somebody has no derogatory history on it, never a late payment, a long credit age has had it for a long time, and a big credit line, like 20, 30, 50,000 and above on that credit line. That would be super helpful and convenient because whatever status that trade line is from somebody, whoever has that card, you are actually going to get that to start reporting on yours as well. And what I would recommend is basically one of your friends or family, reach out to friends and family first and foremost, because it's going to be free or very discounted. And all you need to do is educate them on basically what an authorized user position is. You're going to make sure that their credit card is in good stance. You don't want a brand new credit card uh, with an age, you know, of just last month, that's going to bring down your overall credit age. And that wouldn't be healthy. That wouldn't be good for you. But overall, if you have an average age of 30 years, then maybe that's not going to affect you. But nine times out of 10, your overall age is very crucial and no late payments, nothing um, in collections or any issues with that card. And then you want to make sure that your social is on there, your date of birth, your full name, and then it can be their address as well as their phone number. So when any information gets sent, it gets sent to their address. And then basically they can just call, uh, activate the card, cut it up and throw it away. There's not going to be any issues. And you also want to make sure that they are fully paying off their card as much as possible before the statement date closes. Because like we said, it's not when the due date is Uh, it's, that's important. It's really when the statement date closes, whatever balance is left on there, that's what's actually getting reported to the credit bureaus. So, um, when your social is on there and you actually have an authorized user position on their card, whatever is getting reported to the bureaus, that's what's going to reflect on your bureaus as well. So, uh, that's very crucial and that's going to help out three out of the six boxes within that 30 day cycle. You know, whenever that statement date closes, that's when it gets reported to the bureaus. So let's just say uh, today is the first of the month and it reports the statement date closes on the fifth. You just, if you got, you know, added today on the first and then on the fifth, that's just a couple of days. Uh, At the worst case scenario, it's always in 30 day cycles. So if you just missed it yesterday and it just closed, the statement date closed, you know, and you got added today, you're going to have to wait the 29 more days until you're added again, but, and it starts reporting properly for you, but it is tremendously helpful. It adds value to three boxes right away, but make sure it's adding value and it's not actually taking away. If they have a high balance on there, if their credit age is just last month, they just got approved for it. Uh, or if they have anything derogatory on there, that's not going to help your score. The only category that that would actually help out of the six boxes is the total accounts, just because it's adding one more account to it. But uh, ideally with accounts, like we said, 11 is in the green, 21 plus is what you're shooting for. And then with age, you are shooting for, you know, uh, over a year, because anything under a year, it's very hard to get approved. And then until you get to five years, everything below that, the credit age is actually going to be in red. So five to seven is going to be yellow, seven plus you're in the green, and then nine plus you're in that ideal stage, which 
That's what we're all shooting for. And then uh, for that third box that 90% of people are actually struggling with is simply going to be the total credit lines. Uh, meaning we're all should be shooting for as much credit lines as possible to really be able to help out our utilization rate and, uh, and make sure if we do carry a balance, if we do wait until the statement closing date and we carry a, a high balance on there, it won't affect it whatsoever because we have all a million in, uh, in credit lines in total. So the utilization rate is extremely low. So I highly recommend people to shoot for goals like that. I personally have a goal to get 3 million in credit lines. So therefore I can use a little under 900,000 and it will be under the 30% of my utilization, which, you know, 29% and under is green, 9% and under would be ideal. So that's what we're all shooting for and you should be too. Uh, so trade lines, like I said, is a miracle worker that helps three out of the six boxes right away within a 30 day cycle at the worst case scenario. But if you can get those trade lines from friends or family, you can also purchase them online. There's dozens of different companies that you can purchase from trade lines, authorized user positions online. You can get educated by them as well. You can Google pros and cons of adding an authorized user or becoming one, get educated that way. You can even simply call your credit card companies and just tell them straight up like, Hey, uh, you know, my friend's struggling with his credit and I wanted to add him as an authorized user. I'm not actually going to physically give him the card. I just want my good standings to be able to report to his credit bureaus. You know, can you educate me a little bit on this? And they will clearly uh, help you out. FYI, some of the employees with credit card companies aren't the most intelligent, aren't financially savvy and are simply employees that might have just started working there last month. So take that with a grain of salt, but you will, for the most part, still get a lot more educated and, uh, and help bring a better understanding of the situation. So if you utilize all three of those or try to utilize those three techniques to be able to help convince somebody that you would like to get added to as an authorized user, that there is no risk in this and that you don't actually physically want a card, you just want... Uh, the info and the card to go to that individual. So when it comes in the mail, they can call it, activate it, cut it up, throw it away. You have never had any access to it. You just want the good standings that they've built up over time to report to your credit bureaus to help out your credit score and impact yours. But nevertheless, if you cannot get friends and family the cheap route, go online to any of the dozen of companies out there. I personally sell mine on um, boostmyscore.com and uh, you can do the same on there. You can sell yours on there. You can purchase some on there. They're very expensive, FYI. And if you're selling them on there, it's not, they're gonna give you peanuts back, uh, really not that favorable. So I've built my own community of uh, more of a win-win situation. The sellers get a higher amount back and then the, the buyers get a lower, a lot lower. Um, amount to be able to purchase and for longer terms instead of online it's only two to four months uh, leasing it so if you want more information about that please reach out I'd love to help you um, but number two so we can move on and save time here is uh, disputing negative items or derogatory information late payments and so forth first and foremost with your credit card company first call them up tell them you are going through difficult financial times at the moment in that time when those things occurred 
uh, afterwards if they won't remove it and and report it paid as agreed on your to your credit bureaus then i would highly recommend disputing it on cfpb.gov that will help you out tremendously they have to give an answer within 14 days and uh and from there you have a 90 percent turnover rate of success so that will help you out tremendously uh, goodwill letters also you know, you can kind of beg and plead to get those things changed, but CFPB will do a lot of help for you. So if you have any issues or comments with that, please reach out. I'd love to help you with that as well. And then uh, third would be to remove your hard inquiries. Uh, there's dozens of hard inquiries that you could potentially have that might be holding you back. It is just a low impact on your credit score. But I got to the point that all my boxes were green and doing very well. I could get approved for anything I wanted. But when I got to 29 hard inquiries, I started getting denied for things simply and only because of my hard inquiries. So therefore, I removed 25 out of the 29 because I was able to. Uh, the four I had to leave on there for good reasons, but I can do the same for you. I, I removed 56 out of 58 for a client, you know, just the other week. So I've done this dozens and dozens of times, helped out 75 plus people at this point and, uh, and would love to help you out if you have any questions about that and can even teach you how to do it on your own. Um, so those three things, adding a trade line, multiple trade lines, as many as you can, ideally disputing anything negative on CF pb.gov. And then number three would be removing the hard inquiries. At that point, your credit score should be doing pretty well. And, uh, and then we can talk about business credit and how to build that. I'm just going to go over that roughly and quickly. But if you have good credit on your personal side, there's a thing called credit card stacking. And what that is, is basically using your good credit to transform and build a lot of business credit quickly. So you can start off by putting your, you know, applying for credit cards on the business side in your social security number instead of your EIN or your DUNS number. And then once you get approved with it, then you can transfer and update your information on your business credit card. You know, tell them, hey, I wanted to report properly. Right now it's not so you know, I, I'm giving you my DUNS number to report properly to the credit bureau uh, for business. So that would help out a lot. But um, besides that, all right, but overall, let's talk about business and, uh, and really building up your, your business profile for success. So first and foremost at a three is number one, get and create a DUNS number. So reach out to Dunn and Bradstreet, uh, simply Google them and call their number. You can get connected with Dun & Bradstreet quickly and be able to uh, create your account with them. You basically just need to tell them, you know, your business address, your information and let them know there's two key important information to be able to tell them. Basically, you want to claim that you are on your profile, that you have at least 11 employees plus, and then you're making north of a million dollars per year. They don't verify this, they don't check it, and I don't know what the, the special algorithm is with that, but there is one, and it really does set you up for success if you set it up properly like this in the beginning. Within one year of, if you do certain steps in the right order, within one year you should have $1 million at least 
on unsecured lines of credit for business. So it's very, very powerful within 12 months. It is slow in the beginning, the first three to six months. It's a slow process, but you start getting that momentum and building it up very quickly afterwards. Um, creating a DUNS number, it can take up to 30 business days. So that can be a while. Uh, sometimes they're very quick though, depending on the season. Once you have a Dunn and Bradstreet number, you want to update and have your information uh, publicly posted on yellowpages.com as well as uh, 411. And that would just help cross-reference with some of the creditors uh, moving forward. Number two is simply getting trade lines. So you're going to want to apply for either Uline or Granger right from the start. If you don't get a, accepted with one of those, then you can always go with Quill. But um, if it, you don't get accepted nine times out of 10, it's because your profile is is not matching up. There's some kind of inaccuracy. There's some kind of uh, the the cross referencing is off. The address might be different. The you know the the number of employees or however you set it up. Make sure that you are always claiming exactly what's on your profile or update your profile to the current most accurate information. Um, when you go with Uline, Granger, or Quill, it's going to ask you to set up a net. 30. And basically it will set you up for success. You want to wait, make a purchase of $50 or more. You only need to do one and wait uh, 15 to 25 days to actually pay it off. Make sure before you pay it that they actually have your DUNS number that's going to report. You don't need to worry about the EIN necessarily. You want the DUNS number them to have the Dunn's number because whatever the Dunn's number has, that's what's getting reported to Dunn and Bradstreet. And that's where all the business creditors are checking out to verify. So uh, at that point, you'll be set up for success once you get at least one of those accepted. If you get one denied or if one asks you, you know, make the first uh, five purchases before we set you up with uh, a net 30 account, then don't do that. Just move on to the next. But you only need one of those to be able to get to the first round lenders. And the first round lenders, there is uh, 11 of them in total. And with the first round lenders, there's 11 of them in total. Uh, there is Granger, Uline, Flying J, Quill, Behalf, uh, Labor Ready, Luke Oil, Venture, Logics, there's Wells Fargo Business Secured Visa, there's Global Voice Direct, there's Digi Key. You know, there's more than that as well for first round lenders. You want to make sure any lenders that you're going to set up a, a net 30 account with that they're all revolving and that they are that they're reporting more importantly to your Dun and Bradstreet account. Um, some of these will only report quarterly, which will still be okay, but you want it ideally as fast as possible. So you want it, you know, on a monthly basis. And, uh, and overall, you can't rent, you can't move on to round two lenders until you have anywhere from three to seven accounts, trade lines actually reporting to Dun & Bradstreet. And on top of that, you won't actually get a paid X score until you have your first three trade lines reporting. Your first three reports 
no matter what it is. Once you get through that actually report, then you'll get a paydex score. Paydex score is just an easier way for for them to come up like with your your FICO almost, except it's your business FICO. And it's easier range. It's not like 300 to 850, uh, like your personal. It's zero to 100. And ideally, you want to have anything from 80 and above. 80 means that you're paying on time and you're doing well. Um, but you can get above that. You should get above that. And, uh, and it's not hard. You don't want to get below that. Uh, you will get approved for everything once your paid X score is 80 at least. Also, when it comes down to trade lines, you're going to want to shoot for anywhere from 10 to uh, 15 in total to be able to have that elite status. Like I said, you can't move on to round two lenders until you have uh, three to seven different accounts that are actually reporting. But when you have that, then you can move on to round two lenders. But like I said, there is 11 different accounts that you could go for right now today that I just gave you that you could actually build this up. So that can take care of you to get very close to that perfect you know, status right then and there. And if you want to have within 12 months that million dollar unsecured business credit line, then you're going to want to get as many trade lines as you can. And also kind of going back a moment, like I mentioned previously before we got started is you can credit card stack, meaning take your, you know, your good personal credit, apply for business credit cards with your social, get approved, and then update your business information onto that business card. So it starts reporting properly and it will just be a whirlwind of building up a, a bunch of trade lines to really help you succeed. So I do really hope that this is tremendously value for you. And I know we're going over this fast as well as, um, as a lot of information in here. I truly just gave you thousands upon thousands upon thousands dollars of um, priceless information here that will help you tremendously succeed. I've paid a lot of money to uh, coaches, mentors, and people above me that have learned this stuff to be able to help me out during it and I see the results very quickly and I charge other people uh, that I coach to be able to learn this stuff. So I know the values here. All you need to do is simply take action on it and I'm very passionate about this credit stuff to be able to help you in any type of business that you're running or looking to start up so it can fuel the fire and really be able to stack up your business a lot faster. But like I said, take action on this stuff. The podcast in general, it's all geared towards educating which I know we did today, motivating and preparing you to take action. So, so you're set up for success now. No excuses. Get out there, crush it. Let me know what you guys think by leaving a review on iTunes, preferably on Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast and make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you get the newest episode every single Monday. Uh, with that being said, my name is Brandon Elliott. You can find me on brandonelliottinvestments.com. Otherwise, Instagram, Brandon Elliott investments and uh, facebook.com Brandon Elliott REI till next time guys you all stay blessed and uh, I will see you next time this has been another episode of ready set go real estate investing podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott for more information please visit Brandon investments.com also please don't forget to like share and leave a comment below thanks again for joining until next time God bless